Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the No Time for Time Travel podcast. And my name is Tony, and joining me all from France is Kwok. Bonjour. It's been a very long time. Um, and Kwok, you probably didn't uh, know this, but I still haven't posted the episodes from December yet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what, what was the point of that? <laughs> it will get posted soon, sometime no, but soon. I thought you, you had it automatically set up. Unless you were just busy uh, and didn't have time to edit, then that's yeah. Well, remember we got disconnected four times, so I haven't been able to right. like edit that together right. yet. Yes. Oh, is that episode? Yes, oh. it is that one. Um, which is also what made me switch over to what we're using now, which is ZenCaster, because it doesn't matter if we get disconnected because it records locally. So even if you get disconnected and then you get reconnected, all of it's recorded and then it will still send over. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, for people who use podcasts or do podcasts, check out Zencaster. We're not being sponsored at all, so I don't know why I'm talking about this. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, it's cool in, in case they do want to sponsor us in the future somehow. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, so today's episode uh, is a special episode that uh, we're doing because it's a spoiler cast. So we are basically going to review the new Mortal Kombat 2021 movie. And, um, I am a mega fan of Mortal Kombat and Quack is not so much. So it will be kind of interesting to kind of see both of our takes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'll also talk about some of my wife's uh, opinions too, which uh, she had some opinions about it too. So yeah, um, I I guess like we can just get started right into it since it's already like a little bit over time that we were supposed to start. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so again, uh, listeners, in case you don't want any spoilers, avert your ears. Yeah, just don't unsubscribe. Just skip this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Or or go watch it and then go go listen to us afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So, spoiler alert again. Can't emphasize (laughs) that enough. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, I guess we could talk about first impressions. Yeah. Um, You want me to go first or you want to go first? Um, I could go first and then you could... Yeah, I'll I'll go first. So, um, me... If, if people don't know already, I'm a mega fan of Mortal Kombat. I have every single game since it first came out in the 90s. Own every single piece of media that they have. I thought the movie was fine. It was it was not as good as the trailers, which, I mean, most trailers are better than the movie. So it's fine. Um, it was, there was a lot to love, but a lot to hate. So that's my first impressions. Oh, oh that's it? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just first impression. We'll go into detail later. Okay, okay. Um... I for me, uh, I think it was okay. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, I think like there were some parts that were cool, and then a lot of stuff that I just uh, didn't really enjoy or found confusing. And for me, I'm I'm very I could get very technical with things uh, while watching it because I, I break down things so it's not as uh, a normal viewer might see it sometimes. But uh, yeah, so my approach is. It's, okay at best and then my wife's opinion was it's all right (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah um we can get into the lore now so i'll I'll explain a little bit about like the lore and the story for the movie um so the movie is set pre-mortal kombat so basically mortal kombat um for people who may not know the lore 
it's a tournament that's held and there's a bunch of different realms in the in the, the universe and it's like earth realm edenia outworld all that stuff right this movie is based on outworld and earth only and um it states that the earth has lost nine mortal combats already and if they lose a tenth uh, mortal combat by the rules of the elder gods they are allowed to um, outworlds allowed to invade and take over the realm so mortal Kombat's kind of like you know this kind of like chess game that they have to play and um of course with fighting and killing but um <laughs> so that's the premise of what mortal Kombat is but that is not what this movie is this movie is for whatever reason i've never seen the storyline ever done before is that Shang Tsung um, wants to cheat the Mortal Kombat tournament So because he's afraid of a prophecy. And it's a prophecy, which, by the way, I hate prophecy tropes. So mm-hmm. when I heard the word prophecy, I was just like, oh, it's this kind of movie. Um, so anyway, uh, there's a prophecy in which the blood of Hanzo will whatever, like help Earth, the, the whatever that descendant thing is. Um, but uh, generally, there's a prophecy that says... Um, uh, Earth will win the tournament or whatever to prevent like invasion. So Shang Tsung's afraid of that. So he cheats the tournament by getting people to assassinate all the all of Earth's champions before the tournament. So this entire movie of Mortal Kombat has no Mortal Kombat. So you can now comment on that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like pre Mortal Kombat, and he's trying to get rid of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, avoid yeah. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, part of me is like, this is a little bit weird. But then the other part of me was kind of like, it's new. It's refreshing because they've never done this before. And I, right. I kind of like the idea. Um, right. And it makes me excited for a sequel because we know a sequel is going to be for the tournament, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, uh, you were talking about like uh, Prophecy Tony. That That's not part of the original lore or anything, right? It's just some movie stuff they added. Um, in the lore, there is some prophecy, but it's not this kind of prophecy. So they added this in the movie um, so that there could be a focus on Scorpion having a descendant, which, by the way, Scorpion doesn't have a descendant. He is the last of his bloodline. Uh, that's why he's so vengeful and wants to kill Sub-Zero in the games. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the beginning of the movie, we have that amazing scene of like the Scorpion and um, Sub-Zero, the Bihan and Hanzo thing yeah. uh, happening. Uh, one big change that they did was that Scorpion has a daughter that survived. So in the games, he never had a daughter. He only had a son named Jubei um, and a wife. And they were murdered. Um, and that was it. And mm-hmm. his whole existence is to revenge, get revenge on that. So having a descendant, it... I mean, the the first scene was amazing. It was done well. But then having a descendant kind of takes away from Scorpion's um, story of revenge. Because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make as much sense. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense? Uh, <laughs> I I know what you're going for, but the way they did it, it did. Add, I think I know what you're talking about. And it's true. Uh, but I think they made it work. It was just really weird when they put it was put together. So I don't think the, I think like the idea they had was uh, was working. It, it was just not executed correctly with the acting and whatnot as well so it became just very weird <laughs> <laughs> okay um, um but yeah I, I mean like i i think like okay so what was vengeful i understand that but i think like where i got it was like he wanted to go back because he had like unfinished business with his to find his descendant rather than be vengeful in that sense 
Yeah, I guess I guess so. That could work. I guess the other thing is like, why now? Like, why six hundred years later or four hundred years later or something? You know? Yeah, yeah. I think that was that was the the part that where I was like, I don't get it. Why? Why did he send it up here? That that I said was a little bit executed poorly and confusing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so the other parts of the story was introduction of Ko Young, which is not a character from the games which is the descendant of um, Scorpion. Um, I like the actor, Louis Tan. I like him in a lot of things. Like he was in the Into the Badlands. He was in Iron Fist. He was in, um, what's the other movie or show? Wu Assassins. He's cool. I wish they made a better, I don't know, character development for his character, considering he's like the main one. Um, I don't know about you. I didn't really care about him. Oh yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think in the beginning, it felt like there was build up, but then it just went bland in the middle through the end. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing they added in the movie was something called Arcana. Um, you want to describe that? Yeah. So how it works now is um, in Mortal Kombat, uh, people who are chosen have a tattoo. Uh, that's the dragon, the Mortal Kombat symbol. Um, it's kind and... of funny. It's the Mortal Kombat logo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, uh, how uh, uh, and those participants they have like hidden powers. Uh, so for uh, Kano, it was like the eye thing. For Liu Kang, it was uh, the f- being able to summon fire or control fire. Uh, for uh, so Kung Lao is what's his power? Controlling so, his head. So Kung Lao's is weird because then I think I read online in official profile or something that he got telekinesis for only his hat or something. Okay. Like, just his hat, that's it. Speci- yeah, specifically his hat, that, that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, so pretty much uh, Arcana is the magic power that you have <laughs> or participants obtained once they are, uh, once they get the symbol. Yeah, so I thought that was... So stupid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jax. Jax was like, oh, get better arms. <laughs> like, what is that? Is it super strength? Or is it turn to a cyborg? Or is it Iron Man? I, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah. So, yeah, so Cole Young's Arcana was so stupid. He basically just got like a, a suit, like, like a fabric looking suit, and then was able to make weapons on his arms. And that, that was that was it. His suit is dumb. It just absorbs energy. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, which it's because they they set him up like he's he's like a MMA fighter, but he's really bad at defense. So yeah, his yeah. arcana is just him having taking defense. a beating, yeah, to help him take a beating. Yeah, I mean, like I I understand the concept behind like the power, but like you don't have like this this stupid. <laughs> yeah, um, the arcana stuff was very inconsistent because we did just talk about Jacks like. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kano's description of it, because in the movie, he did talk about like, oh, I get it. This Arcana thing. I'm going to get superpowers, but it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. It's yeah. so accurate. <laughs> yeah. You you like, really don't know because it's all over the place. Yeah. But the rule, but like you said, the rule is like inconsistent. Like Jax isn't a real superpower. <laughs> I know. It's you could have easily just gotten that from science and technology. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, because it's like you, you went from having scrawny robot arms to like a, a, 
we got like a transformer or like Iron Man or Warhammer transformation into like that jacks that we know from the game, which is like buff arms and whatnot. Yeah. Like, but that's, that's your power. Yeah. Um, she now have arms. <laughs> and speaking of jacks, uh, one thing I did have a beef with on fans. Um, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, Jax losing his arms is fine that way. Um, and getting robotic arms is fine. I've heard complaints about people like, no, it's supposed to be Ermac. Ermac like ripped off his arms. Like you guys don't know anything. You're not real fans. And then, okay, so so I have issue with that uh, from the fan side because it's more like, okay, if you think Ermac ripped Jax's arms off, then you're not a real fan because that's just the reboot of the games. Because um, because Jax originally in the in the Mortal Kombat two. He didn't have metal arms. Mortal Kombat 3, he did have metal arms. But from 2 to 3, he recognized that um, Earth was going to be invaded. So he self went and got like upgrades to his arms. They were like bionic um, uh, kind of coverings, like kind of like Iron Man style. Right. So and then like, of course, in the animation, Goro rips off his arms. So, so I was just like, hmm. Even some of the fans reactions to the movies is pretty mixed because um, they're not they, they call themselves fans. Mm. but they're not really do you know what i mean they're, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, fans yeah they're fans but they're fans of like a particular minimal subset of the whole series right right so yeah but sorry that was a, a side topic um <laughs> yeah so so the lower so yeah cole young i don't care about him. um <laughs> let's see what else about the story uh do you have any questions about whether some of the story is part of the games um i could explain it okay i'm, I'm trying to think uh yeah because i think a lot of things that you mentioned were more or less accurate were it covered um like the prophecy thing was one of the questions i had uh but i don't know because it's like now that you said that it's it's a new movie i i never really pay as much attention to everything because i just like i just want to try to experience it as a uh a view a normal viewer I guess, and see how their take on it would be. And of course, like I would understand like some of like, the reference and whatnot, but um, I, I'm trying to think. Let's see. Oh, there was one other one I was going to say. So Raiden, when... um, Okay, I mean, this is a spoiler. So Kang Lao died, right? This, I mean, we could complain about this. Um, this kind of delves into characterization, so we could just jump into that. Mm. Um, character Characterization of the characters are, are pretty good in general, except Raiden was terrible. <laughs> the the thing about Raiden is that he says that okay so multiple things one is related to the lore um I, I remember Cole saying Raiden to Raiden why can't you uh, get involved and he says the other gods are not allowed to directly be involved in the uh quarrels of like the earth and outworld or something like that right? right so first of all that's implying that he is an elder god which he never has been until later when earth has won in the games right he's always oh. been protector of earth he's just been the god of thunder he's not an elder god the elder gods are the ones he consults all the time it's a running joke in the game where everything that he does he's like i must consult the elder gods so so it implies in this movie that he's an elder god mm -hmm. which i was a little bit annoyed with um which I think maybe explains why he's so arrogant and annoying. Um, so in the games, he's more like a guide. He's like very like, you know, a, a guide, a nice person that's guiding and sharing wisdom. Where in, in this movie, he's just like putting people down all the time and being like, yeah, that's it. You suck. You know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, 
Yeah, so that's part of that. And so, okay, so Kang Lao died, right? Kang Lao got his soul sucked from Shang Tsung, and Raining was nowhere there. And so he transported everyone, and then Cole was like saying, "You can't, you, why can't you interfere?" He's like saying he can't interfere, and then he, he Cole was like, "But you can transport us, right?" And then he's like, "Oh yeah, sure." So he transports the Outworld people to uh, fight, you know, the Earth people. And then at the end of the movie, after you know Cole defeats, uh, was it uh, Sub Zero with with uh, Scorpion? He's like, I'm impressed, right? And then Cole is like saying to him, I thought you couldn't interfere. And then Raiden looks at him and smirks and then walks away. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. 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 So, so he smirks and then he walks away as if he's like, yeah, I can't interfere, but I guess I interfered. So then why the heck did you leave, let Kung Lao die? <laughs> you know? Yeah. To further the plot. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was, I mean, did, did he just hate Kung Lao? <laughs> Yeah. But to that point, Kung Lao was also arrogant, and um, Kung Lao was like, like I'm the descendant of the Great Kung Lao. Yeah. By the way, in Lord, the Great Kung Lao was the one who protected Earth until um, mm-hmm. Goro came and then killed him. Um, was he like an elder? He's not an elder god, right? The Great Kung Lao is just a fighter. A yeah, fighter. Great Kung Lao was the champion of Mortal Kombat for uh, Earth Realm, and uh, he was undefeated until Goro came. And when Goro came and killed him, that's when Outworld started winning the tournaments up to nine times. Oh yeah, so so that's the lore behind that. But yeah, I mean, Kung Lao was just like, oh, I'm the descendant of the great Kung Lao. Da, da, da. So he's so arrogant, but that's correct. That is accurate to the game. He right. is arrogant, um, and he thinks he's better. Actually, in the game, Liu Kang is the chosen one, and Kung Lao is so bitter and jealous. That's that's how Kung Lao is. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> speaking of character characterization, um, so we were talking about. Uh, briefly yesterday by Tony, like uh, Liu Kang's backstory, how like he, oh yeah, <laughs> how, how how he was like he killed somebody as a child who had like the mark, and that the child was a purveyor of of children, but yeah, I, I, and you you took that as as like <laughs> human trafficking. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I guess that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that one that was like a bit confusing for me I was like what at yeah, first I, so, I didn't I didn't know what's happening I was like wait so is that like is, is, is the is that somebody who just took him in like I, I wasn't thinking like tra- human trafficking or anything. I was just thinking like a normal like somebody who, a nice person taking in orphans and everything and they killed him because of the mark I was like well, where did that come from that was <laughs> random <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, I can see how that can be misinterpreted and just makes like Liu Kang look like a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the in the games, I don't recall anything about that. He was just raised in the Shaolin Temple, and that was it. Um, and trained at the Wuxi Academy from Master Bo Rai Cho, which is actually mentioned in the movie, which is accurate. Um, but yeah, that part, like basically, just to clarify, if the listeners don't know yet or forgot, um, Liu Kang was asked by Cole about how he got um, his uh, Arcana. And he said um, he was taken in by Master Bora Cho. He was an orphan. And then he was trained at the Wuxi Academy. So it was him, Kung Lao, and Raiden for a lot of the time. So when he graduated, then um, he was given the name of a man. And the man was a, <laughs> he said, the man was a purveyor, purveyor of things. Uh, and then he paused, of children, orphans like me. And then he's like, and then he had the marking. And I decided to take it from him. And that's when my arcana <laughs> Uh, manifest I'm like what the why did this just go so dark <laughs> yeah I was like oh okay oh, yeah that, 
that that did like a one eighty on how how his personality was. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, I mean, he's a monk and he meditates, and then I mean, just the the idea of a monk performing fatalities is already bad, and then now it's like, oh, he just got the name of someone who had the marking, who was a child trafficker, and then he killed him to take his power. Like, and then that brings the other question: Why was a child trafficker chosen for Mortal Kombat? <laughs> like what the heck? it was it was weird it was very but, weird but i mean technically i'm trying to work out the logic it's like it could have been like a, ch- a child or something and he killed the child and got the marking yeah that's true that is true and then that just means the entire chosen for mortal combat things is all completely messed up yeah it is i mean because that that's how like kano got it right yeah he that's that's why kano mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, this whole Arcana transferring thing is is uh it's weird. <laughs> yeah, but um yeah, so so let's go through some of the characters and I guess sure. just briefly about like I mean Scorpion Sub Zero, I thought they were perfect. I don't know if you had any issues with them. No, it's great. I, I, the only thing like very nitpicky that's not even a big deal is like I, I wish like at the end when uh, Scorpion blew his uh, fire breath sort of thing and we see like the skin uh, like burn off his oh, face. Yeah. I was hoping like his face would just be permanently burned off because that's like the first time he did it as like a hellfire and everything. And in the game, like you see him take off the mask, and it's just like all skeleton, right? So it's like, yeah. oh, is that how he did it? But then when he took off the mask again, it's like fully healed. Like, oh, boo! He missed an yeah. opportunity. He's like, he's like Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that you might have missed, I missed it. Everybody missed it, unless you actually go frame by frame is when he teleports away after he tells Ko Young take care of my bloodline. Uh, as he's fading away for a very split second, you see that his his skin faded away first and you see his skull. Like just oh. his full skull. They, it was a very subtle thing. Yeah. So yeah. I missed it. Yeah. But um, okay, yeah. So Scorpion Sub-Zero. Uh, we Wait, so I have a question. Here. Oh yeah, so go ahead. It, uh, in, in the uh, movie in the beginning, when he died, I was very confused. Like... That he just burned up to ashes. Yeah, no, nah, I I was too. And then my wife was like, "Where'd he go? What happened?" <laughs> yeah, and I, then he, he didn't. Nothing was explained until like the end with like Raiden coming saying what happened. I'm like, oh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, he went to hell. But um, yeah. I think in the if you look at the lore of the game, um, it's related to Quan Chi. and Quan Chi is not mentioned in the movie at all. Actually, in the lore of the game, Sub Zero never really killed. Um, Scorpion's family. It was actually Quan Chi posing as Sub Zero. Oh. So um, I don't know how they're gonna write themselves out of that hole, right. unless you know they're saying that Bihan was working under Quan Chi the whole time, which could make sense, mind control. Um, but yeah, that that was supposed to be how like he gets thrown into hell because Quan Chi wanted him in hell. I don't remember it details, but Quan Chi is involved. But yeah, okay. there was no explanation. Like one of the things I always mention is this movie is made for fans, and right. it. It's like a big middle finger to everyone that is not a fan, right? Because <laughs> you cannot understand a lot of things if if you're not a fan. Yeah, so. but yeah, because the only like I, I knew like what where he went, but I just didn't know like any like, in terms of story building. It's like there's there's no real reason where you just burn up unless it, so it felt more like and then he's here now and then there's no explanation. So it's just like movie magic without the with the magic. Oh yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a movie yeah. sorcery because you know yeah. Shang Tsung's a sorcerer. Ha-ha. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um 
we we did talk about Cole Young, so I don't know if you have any more thoughts. I think I already said most of my things about him. Um, I I thought like some parts were really weird, like suddenly like how Raiden sent him away, and then suddenly he sent him back. I said, like, "What the hell is your deal, Raiden?" <laughs> I know Raiden's like super fickle. It's like, and then he just assumes Cole understands too. It's like, here, here's a lightning in front of your house. You know, just just here. But, he doesn't yeah. tell him anything. <laughs> yeah, and then Cole, Cole going, going, choosing to go back just made like, no sense at all. Yeah, I mean, maybe because he's like, oh, I have my Arcana now. I guess he wants me back. So then that's the way he went. I don't know. Yeah, but but then like, he had a choice to say no because <laughs> he, yeah. he wanted to spend time with his family more. Yeah, more. I mean. Goro just tried to kill the entire family. Now he's going to leave them by themselves. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, <laughs> I just saved you. But <laughs> um, I which, you again. which now speaking of which, uh, what the heck is up with like Cole's wife in that fight with Goro where Goro totally smacked her across the, the, the yard and mm-hmm. she just got up, got up and ran it off. Yeah, I know. A, a lot but, of things in there were like, I thought you would have died by now. Yeah, and... She was more powerful than Cole at that point. Yeah, I, I was expecting like the uh, the axe to kind of like do minimal damage, like scratch him at most, or just like be a distraction to the like, Goro. But it did like a significant amount of damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's go back to the other characters. Um, Sonia was okay. I thought she wasn't as hard ass military as I was expecting. Um, what do you think? I, I don't know how. I guess like how how much she felt like from what I know, anyways. Uh, she felt she played the part okay. just enough, so it, it passes by. It's like okay, she's Sonia. She's like somewhat military. That's it. That's how I know. Yeah. No, I mean, I thought she was fine. Um, uh, Jax. What What do you think about Jax? Um, I don't know his backstory. Like normal backstory. Is he like then? He's is he a cop or like military as well with Sonia? Yeah, they're partners. They're, he's he's a uh, major Jackson Briggs. I thought he was fine. wasn't too different from the the games too much. Uh, in terms of like story and movie, I thought he was great. Um, minus like the powers and whatnot, but like the development of his character was really cool. I like his character. Yeah, I think it it mirrored a lot of like if people already played Mortal Kombat Eleven, it mirrored his uh sense of like uh self worth being affected like that. So in the movies, it would be like him losing his arms. In right. the games, it was because he was mind-controlled and being evil, and he felt a lot of guilt with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that they took that characterization pretty well from the games to apply it to the movie. Yeah. Um, so that was Jax. Uh, who else? Kano, I thought, was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Kano was perfect. Like, I when I first heard that he was casted by... Um, at, uh, Josh Lawson was cast as Kano. I was super happy because Josh Lawson is a really, really funny co- comedic actor. He's on the show Superstore. You know Superstore, right? No, I know of it. But I haven't. Okay, so Super Superstore is about a store called Clown Nine, which is basically a Walmart stand-in. So it's a a show about you know like a fictional type of Walmart, and he played the disgruntled pharmacist on the show, mm-hmm. and he was so so funny. Like it was so perfect. And then when he and then as as a uh, Kano, he brought that same level of funniness into that role. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I, I felt like he carried like the story and the, the movie for the most part. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny now. There's memes of like Josh Lawson has been hospitalized because he of back pain from carrying the whole Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see who else is there. Uh, Shang Tsung, 
Shang Tsung was yeah. Shang Tsung was fine. He he isn't like as menacing as the ninety five movie. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, but the movie really felt like Sub Zero was. Every time Sub Zero was on screen, I felt like I was watching like a a, a Jason or Freddy Krueger movie. Sub Zero movie just goes around and frees people to death. Yeah, or like that scene with the the wife near the end. Oh, yeah. Where she's just doing stuff, and then suddenly you see like Sub Zero behind in the window looking in, like just appear out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, are, am I watching Scream?" Or something? That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about Raiden already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goro, I I liked Goro. Um, what do you think about Goro? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, I I told you like yesterday a little bit, but I like him more like. That he has some sort of personality in the '95 movie. He's just like uh, a meaty muscle head. But now, yeah, he felt, yeah. Now he felt like because uh, it's like Prince Goro. Uh, when when I said Prince Goro, I, I actually like see like the I guess like the uh, the air of, of royalty ish in in him a bit. So it's done really well. Well, in '95, he was always mentioned as Prince Goro too, but, right. but because uh, it was so uncanny valley, like it was just weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. Yeah. The the thing I, I didn't like was um for the most part his characterization was good except he's a honorable fighter. Like he's a prince of royalty. Mm-hmm. He has honor. So that was a little bit weird where it seemed like he was just doing things just because he was doing things, you know? Oh, okay, I see what you saying. Yeah, but but he was fine. The design was great. Um yeah. uh, Melina Melina was fine. She didn't get a lot of screen time. But she had her powers exactly like she was spamming her move, like the the teleport, which is exactly what people do with Melina in the game. (laughs) Um, uh, Liu Kang, Liu Kang, we talked about a little bit. Um, Speaking of spamming moves, that scene where he kept like sweep kicking Kano. (laughs) That was. Oh, Oh, now I remember. I get it now. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That was totally a reference to people like. Uh, spamming sweep kicking kicking in the game <laughs> that makes so much sense now okay yeah you're confused right <laughs> uh, i thought before he's just doing it because like he's showing how, how easy it was <laughs> and i just love kano like how he was tricked the second time like oh damn it <laughs> yeah, right when he jumped early he he knew right away <laughs> yeah um uh, yeah reptile. oh wait sorry what'd you say a reptile oh gosh um Reptile is cool. He's rep- He's a reptile. They actually made him like look like a reptile. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish his fight was longer and he didn't like die. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's it really well done. Like it had like a, a lot of the characterization of of him that I knew from the game, like the camouflage and the, the acid and whatnot. And what he's known for. Uh, but for for me, like the design was, I felt it could be, it could have been better. Uh, it, you show me some pictures of like the previous one, uh, previous designs in the past, and it's definitely a lot better than that. But I, I think like after watching like uh, Spider-Man, uh, I saw like the, the lizard. I'm like, he looks very similar to the lizard, it's just slightly less uh, muscular. Yeah, they did give him uh, his invisibility and acid, which I, yeah. I thought was pretty clever. That you know, Kano used acid to get off his uh, yeah handcuffs. Yeah. His handcuffs, yeah, that was great. Uh, um, said Kung Lao, right? Yeah, Kung Lao. I like Kung Lao. Uh, I like Kung Lao a lot in this movie. I mean, I think like you answered my question before. I, I in the beginning I didn't know their normal personality, like how uh, Kung Lao is is such uh, a jerk, like arrogant jerk sort of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
And then Liu Kang, I didn't know he was so theatrical when he spoke. I just yeah. felt, I just felt like, I just always thought like, oh, is this like bad acting or? But going by like the movie or by like the actual game, I guess it's accurate. Yeah, it's it's pretty accurate. Um, Ludi Lin, when he's in like the other movies and shows, he's he's pretty good at acting. I would say mm-hmm. he was Zack in Power Rangers reboot, and he was also uh, in that one episode of uh, Black Mirror where he plays a main character fighter in a video game VR, which was basically modeled after Liu Kang. So it's kind of funny that now he's Liu Kang. Um, uh, yeah, so characterization wise, it's pretty good. Um, again, I I guess am weirded out not only from the game but a uh, movie but also from the game that there are monks that are just murdering people <laughs> yeah um but yeah kung lao it's great too because max wang uh playing in kung lao has never been really an actor in movies before he's always been stunt he's always okay. been like martial arts stunts and he's part of jackie chan's stunt team oh cool. so yeah so i think this is his first acting role and he looked exactly like kung lao like i cannot unsee him as anything but kung lao <laughs> there was a zoom call he did an interview and at the very end he took out his piano and started playing the mortal Kombat theme on it <laughs> so that was cool too um who else so we had raiden kung lao sonia tracks cabal cabal cabal. Oh, cool. cabal was awesome like the voice they used was also very cool yeah I, he had a lot of stuff that made me instantly remember uh, how like his moveset essentially? I was like, oh, oh yeah, I yeah. Cabal, it's really accurate. Yeah, so Cabal, Natara. Like, I'm so confused why they put Natara in the movie. Natara is the the uh, vampire that um, has wings. Um, right. She was only with Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, and he she was also in Mortal Kombat Armageddon. But I don't count Armageddon because that's like they put every character in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think they just needed people to like die. So they just put like. <laughs> unknowns or lesser known in there right so so what's what's the relationship with like uh, sang shang uh, what do you mean i don't know like like sang shang felt like really uh like because oh, then he's like oh isn't she beautiful sort of thing like oh i didn't know if there was any backstory uh, to it like their relationship or anything like that not to my knowledge at all like yeah. natara was from a different realm of just vampires and right. um and she was was it earth realm or a different realm i can't remember um, but uh, it was at the point when in the game when Shang Tsung Quan Chi teamed up and killed Liu Kang. And then like after that, Natara and a bunch of other random people from different realms showed up. Oh. So I don't remember her actually having a relationship with Shang Tsung. Right. Yeah. Shang Tsung was too busy killing Liu Kang. <laughs> yeah. I think like it felt so weird because Shang Tsung could have just killed everybody. We don't know what Shang Tsung's powers is in this movie, actually. He didn't do any, like, morphing powers. He didn't right. shoot any fireballs. He, he just, just sucked sat the soul. around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sucked the one one soul, not anyone else's. Yeah, because that, that's why I was like, you could've, he could have done that in the beginning. And it was, like, so simple for him. Yeah. And, and I was like, why? <laughs> and he, he, he never had telekinetic powers. He pulled Kung Lao over by... <laughs> telekinesis <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah. so, so uh, that was, uh, weird. It was weird because i'm like didn't at first i thought like he he couldn't interfere like personally and that's why he had like his participant kill them but then at the end he just killed them yeah he was already breaking the rules anyway like what the heck so you could just send that at the beginning that if you're gonna do that yeah <laughs> so 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the Shin Sung. Uh, which is oh, uh, Rico, Rico, Rico. Is that how you pronounce it, Rico? I don't know. You, you know better than I do, Tony. <laughs> um, Rico. I've always pronounced it Rico because they never actually had the vocals in the game to na- say his name. Oh. Um, but yeah, I think now it's called Reiko. Right. Yeah. But General Reiko, uh, what do you think about him? I didn't know who he was. I didn't know much about him. He's, he was just a big guy with a hammer. Yeah. So in the games, hammer. he was a former general under Shao Kahn. Oh. And, um, yeah. And he wore a ninja costume just like the other ninjas, but it was like maroon colored. Okay. And... Um, he didn't wear a mask. He had face paint. So the way that they made him in the movie was weird because he didn't have face paint. He didn't even look like Reiko at all. Um, and he just, you know, was big and had a hammer. Yeah. But the joke in the game was about, like, how he's so similar to Shao Kahn. He could be Shao Kahn in disguise. Yeah. So. I think that's the only thing, like, I, I sort of had uh, an inkling about. I was like, oh, I saw like, the hammer. And I was like, oh, it reminds me of Shao Kahn. Is that like, is that Shao Kahn or who is he? What does he do? And, and then uh, they explained, they, he was introduced as General Reiko. I was like, I don't know who that is. So yeah. He's just a guy with a hammer. <laughs> so again, he's also another character that only showed up in like one game, which is Mortal Kombat 4. Uh, and then Armageddon. But again, I, I don't count that. Right. So it was kind of weird that he showed up. But again, maybe, maybe they just need someone to die. Fill the characters. Yeah. Uh, what else? Was that all the characters? Are we missing any? Um, yes. Yeah, I think so. Small cast. I mean, technically large cast, but small compared to like what the game has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, let me see. Okay, we can go out talk about the fan service stuff. Sure. So I think I have to like explain most of this for you. Go for it. Um, though I do like that there is a lot of fan service. Uh, there was a part in the movie where... Jax first meets Cole and it's like, oh, Cole Young, the guy who took the belt from Eddie Tobias, which I started laughing and my wife was like, why are you laughing? And it's because uh, Eddie Tobias is a reference to Ed Boon and John Tobias, which are the co-creators of Mortal Kombat. So that was cool. Um, yeah, it was like a very minor reference, but it was cool. Um, there's so many references. I- I'm only going to mention a few. You- you'll probably like find more on YouTube from people who do, do those breakdown videos. But the ones that I could catch... Um, when you're going over to Sonya's teaching Cole Young about Mortal Kombat and then all those articles, did you see Nightwolf in it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was another image of like a Aztec Mayan god, um, but that wasn't really, that was actually Kolo Khan from Mortal Kombat 10. Um, and there was also the pit. Did you notice the pit stage? No. Where was this? So Jax was fighting, yeah, Jax was fighting General Rico in a very narrow passage. Oh, that Remember? place. That was totally the pit. It was a narrow bridge with spikes everywhere. I'm actually a little confused. It's sort of like story-wise. I was like, how did he get there? What is that place? So random. Yeah. I think they just needed to like show something that was not just Raiden's Temple or, or Ko Young's gym. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other references? The sweep kick was really funny. Um, yeah, sweep kick. Did you notice that throughout the movie, the Ko Young's uh, daughter kept saying, use the uppercut? Yeah, what was that reference to? Do you know what that's a reference to? No. Do you remember playing Mortal Kombat? Yeah. How do you do an uppercut? Forward, down, forward? No, it's just down and high punch. The uppercut. Everyone does the uppercut oh, because it's the oh, most that, powerful Oh, that move. uppercut. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I forgot how to play that one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mortal Kombat has different controls. Yes, yes. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 
the iconic uppercut that everyone has that's way overpowered. So oh, that that's was stupid. <laughs> that's so stupid because that was totally a reference. It's like, do the uppercut. Why don't you do the uppercut? I'm like, oh my god, this is so so terrible. <laughs> oh. Um, what else? There was a part where Kung Lao was like, uh, all you need to do now is test your might. You remember that? Yeah. God yeah. Dang, it's so <laughs> I mean, that, that one made sense. I mean, that, that was okay compared to the other, other in, uh, at the time. The, the other one that I got really... The, yeah, the one that I got bothered with was when Liu Kang killed um, Cabal. And then he was like, yeah. fatality for Kung Lao. <laughs> it was so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Yeah, because he wasn't trying to say it normally, you know. He's like not saying "oh, fatality," like in his like Shaolin monk voice, but he's trying to make a deep voice and say "fatality." I'm like, uh, that doesn't work. <laughs> um, I do like. I know you didn't like this, but I do like when Kung Lao um uh, did the fatality on Natara, and then he was like flawless victory, and then he swiped his hat. That was totally his win pose from the game. The, exactly. the hat one, I actually did like. The, oh, okay. The, the phrase I did so much like I I, I oh, don't okay. like it when like. They they say it for themselves, sort of thing. Like, oh, except okay. for for Kano, Kano that that one was just really good. Yeah, because Kano is just like that. Yeah, <laughs> he would say that. Kano wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think that that's just me coming from uh, not knowing their personality. I say from or only knowing from what was shown on on the screen. So you yeah. like, right off the bat, you know, like. Kano is this type of guy, but then like Kung Lao, like I don't know much about him, and then he's just like, why is he talking to himself? <laughs> yeah. Then there's a uh, there's also the mention of Wushi Academy and Borai Cho. That was cool. Um, Lin Kuei, Shirai Ryu. I mean, th- that's normal. That's the clans that battle each other. Oh, a really cool reference. I thought uh, fans would catch on to this is uh, when Sub Zero was almost dying. Remember the part where he like took the armor off? Yeah. And his suit was completely black at that point. Yeah. So in the games, Sub Zero dies and he comes back as evil, a uh, full full on evil as Noob Saibot. So oh. that was totally a reference because his suit was already like fully black. And then when Shang Tsung teleported him away, it was covered in black smoke as well. And then um yeah, he kept appearing in portals of black smoke. Like I'm pretty sure that's all a reference to Noob Saibot. Oh, okay. So that's what it was. I was curious about yeah. that. Yeah. Um trying to remember what else i mean those are the ones that uh kind of stood out to me for references um obviously johnny cage at the end so yeah so yeah the movie was a lot of fan service so i think as a person who knows the entire lore of mortal kombat it was fun for me because i was just picking out and seeing what they reference which is amazing that they put that much detail into putting in so many easter eggs from the game so it's it's more like them proving that they do know Mortal Kombat, which makes it more perplexing why they added Ko Young. <laughs> yeah. Um, but from what I what I heard, I think Ko Young was a requirement from studio. So oh, yeah, so, so, I think so. so. I think that was the only way they would greenlit the movie or something. I can't oh, remember if that was true or not. Okay. <laughs> but it would make sense because they do that. So Warner yeah. Brothers has met so much on a lot of movies. So yeah, it's um, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, so Johnny Cage referenced. I think that's that's all I can remember for fan service. Okay, so let's go talk about the most important part of the movie, which is the action. Oh yeah. So over Johnny, I know you have an off. Do you get off your chest? We got um, some off yesterday. 
it's fine. It's I hated the editing. Uh, I guess hate is a strong word. I wish the editing was better. Uh, mm. I'm sure they will learn from it because it is the first time the director made this movie. Um, made made a, a featured film, so it's a learning point. But the editing was a lot of quick cut Hollywood style. Right. Uh, so it was like you got these crazy martial artists in the roles of Scorpion and Sub Zero, and even Liu Kang. He knows like uh, decent martial arts, and Louis Tan as Ko Young knows martial arts too. And if you actually watch like all those actors other stuff it's really good their action scenes are very very good um because they're long cuts most of the time and when you watch this movie there's a lot of zoom in shortcuts from one point point to the next and it doesn't feel like the action flows but you could also tell at least i could tell when they filmed it they filmed long cuts of the action scenes and then they chopped it all up and then stitched it together like mm-hmm. that's how i felt about the, the action scenes and i wish they didn't do that and they have more long cuts just showing like camera pans of like the fighting yeah. where it would just feel more epic that way. Like, you know, Ip Man style or typical Hong Kong movie style or um, even like Indonesian style. Like, come on, the, the guy who played Bihan um, was uh, a well-known Indonesian martial artist. So in the movie, The Raid. So, you know, it's like what happened there. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um I agree with you. I think like there, there's a lot of cuts uh, where I felt uh, were really confusing. Um, like I, I, I'm used to to like the the Hollywood uh, Jason Bourne sort of thing. I'm not a particular fan of it, but it's but some but a lot of time it works and it's not like uh, excessive uh, to that point. Um, this one felt really excessive for me. Uh, there are a lot of things where they throw in random stuff from uh, without any uh context before so it felt really weird uh for example uh the one of them we talked about yesterday was like the um scorpion and, and sub-zero fight that you see like all these cuts and cut and then suddenly you have one cut of cole punching through ice for and breaking free of his family. i was like I, I know what it is but why 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 do you even have that in the middle of like all the other action <laughs> I, I know what they're trying to do. It's because it's two different things happening at the same time. So they just be like, oh, meanwhile, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand that. But I'm, you're, you're taking like the, the intensity out of fight. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that's the pacing, like, right? Yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, like, people are invested in like, this fight already. And you like, okay, okay. And then suddenly you throw in this one random thing. And you're like, what the hell just happened? And, and you're just taking out of, uh, the, uh, you, you lose the immersion that you you built up so far uh and like the first time i saw it was kind of like the uh we got the goro and the other team fight and i was like okay sure like you want to show the like, two things happening at once like okay i'll, I'll let that side it makes sense and i didn't like it but i was like okay sure and then now like this was just random <laughs> yeah i think what killed the pacing more was not I mean, if they only showed Cole, like a quick cut to Cole punching ice and then going back, I think that would be fine. But they didn't do that. They actually went to Cole where he's just like right there. He's like trying to like summon his weapons slowly and then continue to punch ice and then cut back together. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no build up to that action that he did. So it was just like, what was the point? <laughs> like you didn't, you didn't tell like the, the, the viewers what's... Uh, happening and what's going to happen uh, well 
And then the other part of that was that they made it a point to show that, meaning that, oh, it's important to see that he could not summon his weapons. And then the next scene when he joins, like, uh, Scorpion, he has his weapons. So w- what happened there? Yeah, a lot of inconsistency. Um, yeah, speaking of which, Sonya, too, with her Arcana thing, where she just killed Kano and got Arcana and then got her power right away. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. It's like, how, how did she know how to do that? She didn't even participate in any of... Like the the training, <laughs> yeah. And, and meanwhile, Kano and uh, Cole spent like I don't know days or weeks, however long that was. She I think died in, like a day at most. I, I think they might have done that to show Cole sucks and acknowledge that he sucks. I I think because he needed help from an actual video game character. But what about <laughs> Kano? What about Kano? I mean, like I, he got a, he got a, like less time than Sonya. What do you mean? He got, uh, he got, sorry, he got uh, more time. Uh, he t- it took him a longer time to get it than Sonya did. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just hand waved the whole Arca- Arca- Arcana thing because I don't really care about it. I-, I hope that this, because they got the Arcana stuff out of the way, they don't have to explain superpowers for the next movie. So they could just go straight into the tournament and say, oh, all these people have superpowers. That's right. Fine. You know, did, did Sonya have any, um, any powers like that in the game? Um, yes. So the very first game, Mortal Kombat 1, she had those exact, like, uh, energy rings from her arms. And um, it was a uh, unclear decision from the creators if they wanted to make a technology or magic. So they were, uh, I, I guess the movie was going for magic, which mm-hmm. it's not against the lore because the lore was unclear in itself, too. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it was just really, uh, really weird in it. How it happened so fast because after like, the fight, like, uh, uh, he, he was fighting, uh, we got, um, Melina, 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 yeah. And then it was like, uh, Cole was saying, Oh, what took you so long? So that means like, the, the fight happened back to back. I know, right? And I was like, it's Oh, like, what you're... took you so long? It's like, uh, uh, she was fighting someone too, and she doesn't have an arcana, and then Kano has a laser eye. Why are you giving her crap about like. <laughs> Taking yeah. so long killing a guy that's superiorly like stronger than her. Yeah, it was just really, uh, it was just really weird uh, in the sense where it's like she conveniently comes in and finishes the stuff, the fight. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> uh-huh. She finished the fight uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> with <a> fatality. <laughs> uh, but I really like the fight with um, between Sonya and, and Kano, though. That was really cool. That was cool because it felt like an actual fight, like not a martial yeah. arts one, but just like right, just a random two people who don't know martial arts they're fighting. Yeah, yeah, but that was staged a lot better than a lot of the other movies, uh, other oh, fights. Yeah. I mean, um, I I thought it was funny how like people were making fun of like, oh, the iconic scenes from the game were in the movie, such as Sonya's trailer and the truck in front of Cole's house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, said, uh, that's very funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, like, what is your overall impression of the movie? Then, like, if you had to give a rating, oh, uh, I think five, six at most. Yeah, I'm around a six and seven for this movie. Like, I would not recommend this movie for completely people who completely don't know anything about Mortal Kombat. Um, it's more of a movie for. I. It's hard to say who the movie's for. It's. <laughs> It's because like mega fans can nitpick, but they then mega fans can also understand why they did this. And then the casual fans will nitpick 
and they're not real fans because they don't know the whole lore. Because right. this movie really depends on you knowing the entire lore of Mortal Kombat and also understanding why they went the way they did. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a very weird situation because they're trying to do multiple things. They're trying to like please the fans and they're trying to gather new people in with introducing Cole Young so they could explain Mortal Kombat to this non-Mortal Kombat character. But they, they didn't really succeed at that. Um, I don't know, but I'm I'm still excited for a sequel. Like as much as I don't think it's an amazing movie, the parts that work worked well. And the parts that didn't, you know, I hate those, but I still <laughs> want to see a sequel because I want to see the tournament. <laughs> and the tournament is going to be so much better because now you don't have to explain all the magic stuff anymore. Right. <laughs> Plus Johnny Cage. I don't know. Um, I mean, would you watch the sequel? Uh, I, I'm less, uh, yeah, I'm definitely less motivated to watch it uh, just because of how this would go. I'll, uh, I, I'll watch it just to once you you gave it its, its rating and depending on how you rate it, if it's equally or worse than the first movie, then I'll spend my time watching it. That'll depend on, on if I'll spend my time watching it or not. Yeah, I, I think it will be... Um... I mean, first of all, I need to see a change in how like they they uh, they do the action, which right. will only be there if they acknowledge it publicly. Right. Um, which I've been pretty happy with the way they've been they've been transparent with things mm-hmm. um, about like the movie. So I, I understand some of their decisions. Uh, but on the good news, Mortal Kombat is has now surpassed Godzilla versus Kong. I think um, they broke the that record for the weekend. No, oh, nice. Um, they made fifty million this weekend, which is a very good amount for a movie during the pandemic. Oh yeah, it's true. So yeah, but yeah, I I do wish the music was better. I had an issue with the music. Mm, yeah. Um, it's weird. It's weird. I have a lot of these issues, but then I also enjoyed it enough that I do want to see where they go from here. Because the thing is, like you know, that is the director's first movie, right? So. I want to see if he learns from it. Yeah. yeah. It didn't feel... I think the thing that I was okay with is because it didn't feel as Hollywood as uh, as it would have been if done by someone else. That's true. It still felt like a person who's trying to... who's a fan, but he has to do stuff that the studio told him. Mm. That, that yes. That's what it feels like. <laughs> right. It's like the, the higher-ups are twisting his arm in a way. Yeah, that that's totally how it feels like because the things that they get right in the movie are very very right. Like mm. things that normal people would not even expect, like not even like notice that they get right really correctly. So, I do know that there is like the fight choreography too, even though it was badly edited, um the choreography was actually pretty good if you consider like all the if you know the game and consider all the moves. They incorporated the moves into the fights naturally and it wasn't too like um what's it called forced right like the scorpion sub-zero fight like the shad ice shattering and the ice clone and the spear all of it done was done very like well in terms of like the way they they put it into the fight so even like kung lao when he throws his hat it didn't feel forced yeah yeah, yeah. or like luke king's fireball it didn't feel really forced it just felt like a natural progression of their fighting so i i, I don't know i i feel like the tournament movie would be better I put this movie obviously above Annihilation, but I don't know. I like the 95 movie better because overall it had 
a better feel. Mm. But I do like this movie enough to want a sequel. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah makes sense. Yeah, I, I know I'm like repeating myself. It's just very hard to like describe how I feel about the movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. So are you, would yeah. you watch it again because you're a fan or because the movie actually got you into it? Actually, I want to watch it again with captions because um, I didn't watch it with captions the first time. I, I didn't, I want to, yeah, but it's not a movie that I will watch more than twice. Gotcha. Maybe just for the fight scenes, but the fight scenes are not like, the only fight scenes I really care about are Scorpion Sub-Zero. Um, the original movie, 95 movie, I would watch over and over because it's, once they get to the tournament in the movie of the original, it's just fight scene after fight scene after fight scene. No story, just fight scenes, which mm-hmm. is what Mortal Kombat should be. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's difficult. Um, hmm. How can I compare this to something you would you would uh, know? Like, what is a something that you're a fan of that's not a movie in the original form, but became a movie? Oh, uh, trying to think. I mean, I guess like a book. So, like, uh, let's say Hunger Games. That's, okay. That's... Did you like Hunger Games? Uh, I only watched the first one, so I watched it. So, yeah, that was good. Or decent, yeah. It's decent, right? It's not, like, amazing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have that feeling of, like, like how I feel is, like, this is good for what it is, and I would watch another one, Um, mm-hmm. but they could have done better. Uh, I, know, I know what you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's more like you're, you're nitpicking at it, but it's still, it's not a bad movie in, in that sense. It's not really b- super bad. Yeah. You, yeah, okay, I know what you mean, okay. Yeah, it's... It's so weird to describe. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, that was actually a long review episode. I didn't expect it to go that long, which is fine. But um, yeah, I mean, we could do a quick game time. Hmm, how do we do a game time in the theme of Mortal Kombat without oh. having done something we've done before? I don't know. How about... How about... Um. Oh, how, do you know... How about... Hmm, I'm trying to think of like Mortal Kombat trivia. But I'm trying to think of it in a way that you can ask me and then I can answer. Right. By you searching about Mortal Kombat trivia or something. Can we just look up Mortal Kombat trivia for you? Sure. Trivia questions. I always try to challenge myself with the knowledge of Mortal Kombat. Okay. Uh, all right, how many questions do you want? Ten's uh, fine. Ten, okay. And I, oh. I'm not going to Google things. I am going to be honest. Let me. This one is is a quiz, but then it makes me answer it first. <laughs> so let me see if oh, they the can answer give me... doesn't it tell you the. Or I mean, you can no, put in I my just... answer. Oh, okay, and then we'll true. see. <laughs> okay, we'll see okay, if yeah, I'm yeah. right. Okay, let's but see try not to give me. Try not to give me multiple choice. Uh, if I don't oh. know, then I'll ask. Okay, uh, I won't the say the the. I won't give you the choices, but I'll just choose what you say. See what happens. Okay. okay? Oh. Okay, never mind. That was weird. <laughs> um, what? Because it it's uh, okay. I'll, I'll try this and then see how it works. Uh, because like some of the questions are phrased for multiple choice. So That's fine. I'll, I'll try to read. It. Okay, so one of the question: Aside from Shang Tsung, which other character can consume souls? Oh, what the? Wait, what? <laughs> that is so. It threw me off so much. I thought Shang Tsung's the main soul stealer. Um. Consuming souls? I mean, yeah. Shao Kahn, maybe? And then uh, um, uh, Quan Chi, maybe? Quan Chi learned it from Shang Tsung um, at some point. And then um, 
Ermac is a collection of souls, so I don't know if that's going to count. Is any of those in your list of answers? Well, all three of them are on the list of answers. Oh, what? You, you, you want me to give you the, the, the multiple choice? Oh, sure. Okay. So there's Quan Chi, there's Shao Kahn, there's Ermac, or nobody. What the heck? <laughs> Man, is this based on the game or based on the other media? Does it uh, say? Let's see. This is a full uh, uh, list full of hard questions that only hardcore Mortal Kombat fan could answer. This quiz is about the history and storylines. Oh man, dude, I am between Nun and Quan Chi, um, or Shao Kahn, or Ermac. Oh my gosh, <laughs> just put Nun and move on. Put Nun, okay. Um, man, that was uh, which a very game, difficult question. Which game did Tremor appear in? Mortal Kombat Special Forces. Okay. Uh, let's see, which cyborg character? Is still barely a human. What? Which cyborg character is still human? Barely. Is Cyrax one of the options? Yes. So Cyrax. Okay. What's the What's the other options? Uh, you have uh, Sector, uh, Smoke, Sub Zero. What? <laughs> oh my gosh! This is so. Oh, barely a human. Oh my gosh! It depends on what point in time. Okay, let me just explain why Cyrax gets uh his memories back or he becomes more human like later on when special forces re reprogrammed him um sector is always evil so he's out of the options smoke had memories which is why sub-zero tried to uh rescue him from the program like he tried to get him back to to working with him or something like that and then sub-zero is tricky because in the alternate timeline there is cyborg sub-zero so, so in the alternate timeline, instead of Smoke turning into a cyborg, Sub Zero got turned into a cyborg, mm. and then Smoke tried to save him. So that's why this is a weird question because it depends on what point in time. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I guess like it depends. Let's let's say like the most recent time. I don't know if that helps, but I don't know. You you got the answer. if it's the most recent, then put Sub Zero. But it but I feel like they're thinking Sub Zero is a human. I, I don't know if this is a fan written quiz. Um, if you put just just do smoke. I want to know the answer for this later. Okay, smoke. Right. Uh, so which character? Uh, which character is not from Earth Realm originally? That's a lot. You have to give me choices on. This okay. <laughs> There's a uh, Cabal, uh, Scorpion, Boracho, and Sub Zero. Boracho. Okay. Boracho's uh, story is interesting. He was uh, Outworld, but he didn't agree with like what Outworld was doing, so he defected to Earth and then trained like Liu Kang and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Um, okay, I think this one you know because I know. Uh, what is Scorpion's original name when he was still alive? Um, okay, so that's another poorly phrased question. Okay. Um, depends on which Sub Zero, but I'm guessing they mean Bihan. Oh, sorry, uh, Scorpion, Scorpion. Oh, Scorpion, sorry. Okay, Scorpion is Hanzo Asashi. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, trivia, is named after Hattori Hanzo, which is the real swordsman in Japan that helped the emperor gain control. Oh, I only know him from Samurai Shodown. <laughs> Hattori Hanzo is a real character, or a real oh, person. Real person, I didn't know that. Cool. Um, what were Cyrex and Scepter uh, called before they were known by their names today? Ketchup and Mustard. Sounds like a joke answer, right? Right, it did. <laughs> <laughs> what were the choices, actually? Uh, Blood and Acid. And then? Uh, Window and Grendel. Uh, Razor and Slash. Yeah, Razor and Slash and Blood and Acid actually sound like they're more correct. 
but it was ketchup and mustard. <laughs> oh, I can see that now. Uh, which fighter had their name changed since the Mortal Kombat series began? Uh, that's that's very vague. I need choices. Okay. Uh, Sindel, Shao Kahn, Striker, Raiden. Raiden, because it used to be R-A-Y-D-E-N because of copyright with uh, the Raiden fighter game. Oh, okay. The airplane oh, game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The plane, yeah. Um, okay, which character was only shown in the PSP version of Mortal Kombat Armageddon? Holy crap. Uh, that's the one game I don't have on the PSP. <laughs> Mortal, Mortal Kombat Armageddon on the PSP? Yeah. Mortal Kombat Armageddon was on the PSP? What? Yeah, apparently so. Okay, now I want to get it for the PSP. What What the? Um, I'm surprised because you had the PSP. I know, but I thought the only Mortal Kombat game on there was Mortal Kombat Deception, which is, I do have that. <laughs> uh, when was Armageddon really? Okay, well, what are your choices? Uh, there's Meat, Jarek, Moloch, and Chameleon. It has to be Chameleon. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. Sounds so confident. It has to be. Wait, wait, wait. No. Chameleon spelled with what? K-H-A. It might be... Yeah, it might be... So Mortal Kombat Armageddon is not Trilogy? Uh, It just says Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Okay, I'm gonna say Chameleon because all the other characters are standard characters. And all standard characters were in Armageddon. And I remember Chameleon C-H in the uh, console version, which is the male version of Chameleon. K-H is the female. And I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm gonna say that. Okay. Uh, what name was given to the person fighting Blaze in the background of the pit in Mortal Kombat 2? Hornbuckle? Did you put that in? Wait, so I, what did you say? I, I got your cut off. Oh, oh, I said Hornbuckle. Oh, Hornbuckle. Let me see. Yes. Um, what was the, uh, what name that fan gives to uh, Blaze when they saw him in the background of pit, of the pit in Mortal Kombat 2? Torch. Torch. Okay. All right. Let's see what you get. Yeah, I'm curious about some of those questions. Oh, the, you got two, one, two, three. Okay. Uh, you got two wrong. So probably a two that I was thinking of, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, definitely the first, the first one you got wrong was stick to soul. Uh-huh. Uh, Shao Kahn was the correct answer. Uh, it okay. says it is mentioned in Mortal Kombat Annihilation that Shao Kahn can also consume souls. His ability has not been mentioned in any of uh, uh, any of the games. Ah, yeah, Annihilation's a movie we don't talk about. <laughs> uh, and then the other one, um, which cyborg? Uh, which of the cyborg character uh, was still human? Uh, you answered Smoke, but the correct answer was Cyrax. Uh, it is shown in Mortal Kombat Deadly See, Alliance. So, yeah, that Cyrax has a, a head. A human head inside the helmet from his alternate costume. Uh, this is also shown in one of the loading screen of the game. Okay, so that question was poorly worded. So I did think about Cyrax, which I, I did talk about because Cyrax. So yeah, they when they said barely human, they're meaning physically barely human. But Smoke and Sub Zero, when Sub Zero Cyborg, they're also barely human in the sense that their soul is still intact. Oh, gotcha. This is more physical. Cause, yeah, because Smoke, the big thing about the Smoke cyborg character is his soul is still in there, and that's why Sub-Zero is trying to save him. Mm. So, yeah, if they're saying barely human in terms of physical, makes sense that Cyrax would be. Yeah. Um, okay. And by the way, the first one about Shao Kahn, I kind of remember in Annihilation now 
he said like you fools i've come for your pathetic souls or something like that oh yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah <laughs> but quan chi learned it too or was learning it from shao sheng sung in mortal kombat conquest the tv series because it was an uh, exchange or something where Shang, Shang Tsung needed Quan Chi's help. And then Quan Chi was like, in exchange, he wants to learn how to steal souls from, for, uh, learn it from Shang Tsung. And that was the episode called Unholy Alliance. So I, <laughs> this is why I remember that. I remember to that detail. So that's why that question was confusing for me. So yes, I hope that also proves that I am a mega fan. <laughs> <laughs> a mega fan that picks out why a mega fan quiz is not correctly worded. <laughs> yes. Cool. <laughs> Um, all right, cool. Uh, I guess we could end the episode, but uh, is there anything you want to promote? Uh, check out our friend Steve, mindfulbuilder.com. That's it, yes. Wait, is it Mindful Builder or The Mindful Builder or what? I forgot. Oh, is it The Mindful Builder? Mindful Builder? Actually, it doesn't work anymore. I just tried both. Oh, okay. What well, happened? well, find them somewhere. <laughs> Mindful Builder. Mindful Builder. I don't see it anywhere. Oh, huh. I don't know. Well, I know he he switched over to uh, a new uh, company thing. He's uh he's now like uh, Steve's handyman services. So. Oh, cool. So check out Steve's handyman services. <laughs> oh wait, he's yeah. on Etsy, but there's no items here. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it's the mindful builder on Etsy. Uh, is it, he's still on Instagram? Let me check. He's still on Instagram as uh as the mindful builder. So yeah, you guys can direct message him. This, this is so weird. Um, I was looking up Mindful Builder, and uh, it was just saying, like, oh, there's a website, uh, Steve Dran, Creative Entrepreneur Advocate. I was like, oh, okay, I guess Steve got a, a website under his name. And then I looked into this, like, oh, that's, that's not the Steve Dran that we know. <laughs> Wait, what? Where, where is this? I want to see. Yeah, uh, I'll send you the link. This was, uh, I just Googled it, and then it gave, us this, it gave me this instead. That's funny. This website. Oh, wait. Yeah. Wait, what website did you send me? Uh, oh, what the heck? Really? Yeah. And it actually says Mindful Builder? No, I, I no, no, it wasn't part of the thing, but it was just like, oh, but it was weird because it, it was like, why did you show me this? Why is Steve Tran there? Huh. <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> put that in there. Hmm, that's funny. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, no time for time travel. Um, Wow, it's been a while since I've done this. I was like, is that our name of the podcast? Yes. <laughs> signing <laughs> off and Hurdy Yeah, signing off. Hurdy Gur, War Speed. See ya. Bye bye. I love the Power Club. Come with me if you want to live. I love the Power Club. No time for time travel.